Got something on your mind? We do too. So wherever you are, whether you're walking your dog, on the train, or just sitting at home, let's have a conversation. Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Tell me, how's it going? Bro, you told me you used to sing, and now I just, ah, I can't get that out of my head. So this is what we've been talking about at the point that we started recording. Um, so yeah, I used to sing when I was younger, um, before my voice broke, before puberty hit me. Uh, so when your voice broke, you just stopped singing? Yeah, so basically what happens is at school, where I used to sing, Right. Uh, when your voice breaks, like, they give you, like, deliberate time out of choir mm-hmm. to sort of, like, you know, adjust, I guess. Yeah. And then you come back to the choir, but just at, like, a tenor or a bass, which is, like, yeah. the lower pitches. Right. Um, but then I joined back as a tenor and then just didn't really enjoy it in the same way that I did, so I kind of just stopped. To the listener... And, well, me being a listener sitting right in front of you right now, what is a tenor? I have no idea what that is. So, in a boys' choir, you have treble, alto, tenor, bass. And they they basically represent different elements of the choir that range in pitch from highest to lowest in the order that I said. I see. In an actual choir where there's both women and men, uh, treble gets replaced for soprano. Uh, so soprano, alto, uh, tenor, bass. Wait, so is the soprano the guy that goes? No, no soprano is a woman. Alto is also a woman. Okay. And then tenor. So yeah, soprano is a high pitched woman. Oh, so like a. Sure. That one. No, let's go for that. Yeah. Alto is like a low. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Need, needs a bit of improvement. Okay. okay thank you. Bro. Alto is a lower lower pitched woman. Uh, tenor is a high-pitched man and bass is a lower-pitched man. That's like the four, like the breakdown. And then I think in a lot of like professional choirs, it breaks down even more. Um, but I don't know that. There's like baritone, which is in between tenor and bass, stuff like that. But I don't know too much. Sure enough. From that. By, like, by their classification of like man and woman with high pitch and low pitch, do they, is there like, because of course, uh, like female born people, have higher pitched voices when they go through puberty, right? So is that kind of like the frequency classification? Yeah, that's kind of why it's split like that. It's just kind of natural. Fair enough. Um, So, yeah, I used to sing. Uh, I was a treble before my voice broke. Uh, Had to have quite a few few cool experiences. Um, Can you still like sing a bit? I like, I I like to say I can. I'm not sure if I actually can. Could you like hit one bar? Not now. Not not on the mic, you know. Yeah. Please. Nah, man. No, nah. Bro, off just, mic, off mic. Off bro, I just, I just went <gasps> on the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mic. Yeah, but, but you, you don't have any shame. I do, man. I do. Yeah, to be honest, I don't have any shame. Oh, yeah, it's a good thing. Don't worry. Is it a good thing? I think it is. How's it? I don't know. It means you're more carefree, more of a free spirit, as I've been told recently. Yeah, but more probable that I will land up in jail. Yeah, but you won't do that because you're not a complete free spirit. But I'm a free spirit, but I'm not an idiot. Yeah, we go. Actually, I'm slightly an idiot. No, in the right ways, right? If you say so. If you say so. But yeah, man. Um, I guess that's gonna bridge on to something I was thinking about. Does it? Yeah, the people. You're thinking. You're, you're you're thinking about going to jail. Normally, is that is that that's what's what up? I think about that. What's up? I'm not gonna lie, bro. Easiest way to just get get ripped at the gym. Just go to jail in it. Nice. Nice, bro. No, I mean, not that I don't know if all jails have gyms. I know some do, mm-hmm. but. What can you do other than push-ups? 
hey, I'm not arguing with you here. Bro, I'm not going to lie. Like, if you're struggling to, like, really get your dream body, you know, commit, like, a felony that'll land you in there for six months. <laughs> Bro, six months, you come out different, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So, yeah, that's what I think. It clearly speaks from experience. But I don't know. What, what I was actually trying to say was, I think, I think, like, what this is bridging on to, like, humor, humor slightly aside, is just the people we surround ourselves with. Okay. Or, like... You know, who, I think who we surround ourselves with, all the people that we're around all the time, they they always teach us something, right? So I kind of like asked you, um, like, how so? Like, how is it that I've seemed like a carefree person? And a follow-up I was going to ask you is, does that, when you look at a carefree person, or like, let's say one of your really close friends, hoping that I'm one of your close friends, are we friends, bro? No comment. Oh, okay, because you would be my only friend. Anyway, I'm funny today. <laughs> anyway, um, what I'm saying is like, would that, does that kind of give you, because for example, when I look at somebody and they have like a certain attribute, which I admire, we'll put it that way. So let's say like, like in your case, like let's say like you're you're quite a competent guy or you're, you're someone who always just gets it done. I'm more inspired knowing that one of my close friends is like that, that I'm more inspired to try and get it done myself. Do you know what I mean? And it's, it's just, you know, when, when that's your close circle, you're just so highly influenced by it. I think social media or like whoever's like on your page telling you do this, do this, do that. And those are the key ingredients to success. I think if the people you're surrounded by hold these attributes or like hold certain attributes, which a successful person has, because I, I mean, I still think like the biggest asset I have is my friends or the people I surround myself with. I can't believe I'm surrounded by people that I, God knows where they're going to go, but so successful and what's so nice is with full confidence i know because if that's who i'm surrounded by there's no way i can't be in that in that umbrella as well so mm. yeah my question is like when you when you think of a friend and they have a certain attribute which you like so let's say like me being a carefree person what does that make you think or like what what does that kind of instill in you i think before answering that question directly it, it is worth mentioning that you're definitely a product of your own environment. Absolutely. Um, whether you're younger and you're surrounded with family. Absolutely. Or you're, for in our case, at uni, surrounded with friends, or just later on in life where you're surrounded by, you know, people in the workplace or whatever, like, without generalizing too much. And I think because of that, it's really important to acknowledge, you know, the good attributes you see in other people because that shapes who you end up being. Sure. Um, yeah. And even the fact that you are admiring something about a certain person shows the kind of person that you are, if that makes sense. But back to your question of like, you know, I see a good attribute in someone. Uh, how does that make me feel? I think it depends what the attribute is, of course. But um, I think it. the reason I say that though, mm. I, I'm thinking about this because I think it's definitely not a simple answer. Sure. Depending on the attribute, sometimes me personally i make the mistake of you know not only just appreciating them for that but going one step past that where you know oh that's so great that they have this attribute why don't i have that attribute so right? why don't you have it yeah it's a why all right um or like i i should i should have that right um and i mean we've spoken about it like a few times on the podcast but just like it's very easy i find it very easy to sort of 
put people on pedestals where like you know suddenly they're the greatest human on being human human on being human being on earth because of you know a certain attribute that i have something i you know i really admire about them right and it's not necessarily a, a bad thing to admire something about someone but i think that needs to be balanced with the appreciation that you have for yourself because otherwise you you spend so you spend so much of the time so much of your time trying to like become other people or i would i would kind of say filling what you don't have rather than appreciating what you do have yeah exactly yeah um because we we spoke about this like a couple of weeks ago but you know the like comparison yeah yeah Yeah, that that was kind of what i was going to say but also i mentioned before how you know good things that you've seen other people other people feel that too so there's people that there's people that see things in you that they appreciate yeah. And it's very easy to not appreciate the things that other people appreciate about you. Yeah. But it's very easy for you to appreciate what other people have from your own perspective. Right. Um, and I think, yeah, a lot of people say, oh, wow, this is so great. This person's so great because of X, Y, Z. But uh, that needs to be balanced with, you know, your appreciation for yourself. Absolutely. That, absolutely. I think you, you definitely got a point there because there's kind of a line um, which has to be drawn. Um, but I think the the kind of ratio of appreciation to i'm gonna i'm gonna generalize that why that you described as a comparison because it is a comparison actually so it's like when someone has something that you don't you kind of i mean why would you ask yourself why don't you have it there's a comparison you're literally saying this person has this i do not have this there's a comparison there right i think that ratio gets well larger towards the side of appreciation when you begin to like rid of your insecurities more right so um yeah so that that's that's what i think and i think i think over time over time that definitely gets better better in what sense i mean like when you improve your like your relationship with yourself then if you see something someone else has that you don't then you're obviously you know you're you're going to be like just genuinely a hundred percent happy and sometimes it's like hard for us to admit but like there are there there is always that little side in us that's like mm, there's there's always those holes you want to fill right um but i guess like my main point of that question was just you know it's, it's the friends you surround yourself by right so like as i said previously like my biggest asset is definitely my network my circle mm-hmm. i don't like to use the word network because they're like friends slash family right yeah i came to a very similar realization where you know i had a few friends around uh from different areas of my life some were school yeah, yeah. friends some were imperial friends some were just other friends that I have. Sure. And, you know, like the days after I, uh, the days after I sort of like, you know, invited them over, yeah, yeah. a lot of them said like, wow, you have like really cool friends. Like I really like talking to this person. Or I really like talking to that person. I'm like, wow, I have really, you know, cool friends, like really good friends. And um, it's very easy to sort of like sometimes forget that and forget like what your friends and your circle has to offer. Um, but yeah, those reminders sometimes. I mean, do you know, so put yourself in this situation. So say, say you had a different circle of friends, right? And I'm going to say, let's say it's a, a group of friends that maybe didn't have the best habits, didn't really care too much about anything. Um, how, how would that affect the person that you are? I think whether we like it or not, like if you're, I think whether we like it or not, where influenced by our environment as 
solitary as you are, or like as strong-headed as you are, you're gonna you're gonna get affected by by the people around you mostly because that's who you interact with on a daily basis. Um, and yeah, just your environment as a whole. So, but I think the answer varies depending at depending on what stage of life you're at. I think, you know, if we consider people aged like sixteen to twenty-five, let's say, right. I think got like the real card. Sure. Yeah. Is that where you got the number from? No, but let's go with that. The 16 to 25 rail card in the UK card gives you a third off every single train trip. But yes, continue. Yeah. Um, I think I was talking about this yesterday with a friend, you know, in that age group, we're so susceptible to change as like, you know, change as you know, the change to the person that we are. And I think, you know, the people that we surround ourselves with and the environment that we're in has more of an impact in that time frame because you know you're still sort of shaping the person that you are and you're, you're constantly doing that but there's like a big sort of spike in the the curve let's say where that is true yeah um whereas even though you know the environment that you're in is shaping you at all times at yeah. some point um i think as you get older the the understanding that i have and obviously i'm not older um, so I don't, I can't yeah, say for certainty. Like, it's a tricky one because like, I mean, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know. But what I was going to say is that when you're older, it's more stereotypical, I guess, to think that you're more set in your ways and you're less susceptible to change. I just use the word stereotypical. Yeah. I mean, I still think, I mean, yeah, maybe you're more, you're less plastic when you're older. We'll yeah. Put it that yeah. Way. Yeah. Like, let's put it that way. Um, I still think there's some element of, just your, your circle being perhaps one of your biggest influences to what your day-to-day -day looks like. We're I, social creatures. It, it like, no, I agree. How it works, right? I agree. I agree. But it has the impact. But I think the question to ask is impact on what? Yeah. And maybe what I'm trying to say is impact on what and what, what, uh, that changes as time goes on. Yeah. Um, maybe what I'm trying to say is, you know, when you're 16 to 25, this, you know, being in a certain group of friends or having a certain group of people around you has an impact, but it has an impact on a lot, a lot more in your life than perhaps when you're like 40, 50, 60. But again, I'm oh, speaking yeah. from a perspective which I haven't lived, so I can't really say with yeah. absolute certainty. No, but I mean, I, I see the logic behind like yeah. why, you're, why you're kind of saying that. Yeah. Um, so I asked a few, I asked a few people this the other day. I was like, what do you, what do you think of that's Rachel's alarm again. It just goes off every fucking time. Continue your point. Yeah. So I was basically, yeah. What's the reminder on your alarm again? I need to print a label for my flatmate. He needs to print a label for his flatmate. Dude, continue. Does it not drive you nuts? Continue. Does it not drive you nuts? Continue. Continue. Off mic. Off mic. Off mic. So what I was basically saying was, um, so I spoke to a few friends and I asked them like, you know, just, you know, because this is, this is what I love about this podcast. It's kind of like just encouraging these different thoughts so why not really just get the different thoughts so i literally went on my group chat with with all my with, with my best friends back i lived in dubai for a few years before before coming back i grew up in london lived in dubai for a few years came back for university but in those few years where i lived in dubai um, i met a group of friends which i call family um so I'm, i go on the group chat and that group chat is just for a laugh we don't talk about anything serious it's just for a laugh and i think they're the group of people that i surround myself with which remind me not to take anything that seriously um, 
anyway, slight tangent there. I asked them what, how, what, what influence does your circle have on you? And they were like, what, what do you mean? Like, shut up. Like, that's the first thing they told me, like, shut up, Bishu, you're so weird. But then I was like, no, serious question. What influence does your circle have on you? Like the people that you surround yourself with, um, how do you feel that affects you on a day to day? And they were like, I never really thought about it, but it's probably the biggest thing in my life. <laughs> I mean, one of my friends, she's a smoker. She's like, I smoke cause my friends smoke. I wouldn't smoke if my friends didn't smoke. Yeah. I just wouldn't. Yeah. What's the point? I'm not going to just do it by myself. Yeah. And like, that's a, that's one example. And that's um, like, I mean, a lot of the literature on people that have smoking habits suggests that a lot of their habits developed from a social setting. Um, but that's an example to say like a lot of our day to day is actually really affected by, you know, who we, who we surround ourselves with. And all my friends were like, well, it literally probably is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Your circle. And even, and then I took a step back to think for myself, like I do have, and we all have multiple circles, right? We have our group of circle. I mean, right now, my uni friends, probably the most try hard people I know. I love you guys, including you, bro. But oh my God, you just sweat at life. Got my friends in chips, but uh, in an admirable way, by the way, I love it. I mean, it makes me sweat at life as well. <laughs> so my friends back in Dubai, I love them. Don't get me wrong, but you're a bunch of airhead if you're listening to this, <laughs> but I love you. And like, you just, you just remind me that like, in all of this like messy part of life, like just trying to just bang out everything and be the best possible person, be the richest person, be the most successful person, do this, 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 and that. I have a question. Have a fucking laugh. And they remind me to do that. And it's so refreshing just having them. But yeah. I have a question. Yep. When did you realize that it was okay to have different circles or different groups of people that maybe it's bad to use the term serve a certain purpose, but let's use that. What do you mean by it's okay? So, so you it said, it's okay, but so you yeah. said you have a circle of people at uni that make you want to work hard and, you know, yeah, put in the effort, etc. Yeah. And then you've got people back in Dubai that remind you not to take anything seriously. The attributes that you appreciate about the two different groups of people, and I'm sure there's more, uh, but the attributes that you like appreciate about them is different. Yeah. Right. And I think, perhaps not now, but when I was younger, I used to think that a group of friends that I'm in needs to, like, these group of friends need to be, like, everything. Like, I need to tell them absolutely everything. Like, I need to share and, like, be inspired by them in every single way that I can be in life. I see. Right? And, you know, as time has gone on... You're using that in a singular context? So, like, one group of friends? Yeah. Okay. So, but then as time has gone on, I've, I've realized that, you know, there's certain friends that I have where I would talk to them perhaps about you know academics and working hard but I wouldn't talk to them about like you know relationships or there'd be another friend or two friends that I might talk to about you know uh, family stuff versus like you know academics or careers or stuff like that so yeah my question is when did you realize that having different people in your life that serve different purposes is okay or rather was there was there ever a point where you felt that it wasn't. I still don't know what you mean by okay. Did you, so let's take a step back. Yeah. Do we, did you ever have the expectation that one group of friends or one person even, um, like needs to, yeah, inspire you in every single way possible? So what you're basically saying is like, yeah, you appreciate everything about them. And I guess like another 
thing that someone may think as well is there could be like a rank order like this is my closest friend and then it's this person then this person then this person even when you're younger you might kind of be a little bit more rank order with your friends uh but definitely not now like i don't i'm not there's no one that's my number one best friend it's hard for me to think that way um like i just appreciate everyone like as a collective as a whole and equally and i absolutely love them and i take a bullet for every single one of them mm. um when did i sort of realize that like they're like well my let's just say like i have a main group of friends and then like that should be the main group of friends because they inspire me in such and such way i don't think i've ever felt that way uh okay. to answer your question like i think it, it's always just been i mean i i never really cared about what you have as a person I, I've never really cared about your achievements. I don't care about your background. I don't care about your history. I don't care about like what what kind of person you are. If you're a genuinely, for me, like the most important thing is, are you a kind person? Are you someone I can get along with? Just take the piss, have a laugh. That's what friends are for, right? Friends make you smile. Can, can we smile together? Can we laugh together? Can we just, just have a good time and not think about much together? That's it. I don't care what you have. I don't care if you're a... I'm just going to use the word, like, kind of just bluntly. I don't care if you're a bum. Whatever you're doing. If you're a good guy, you've got good intentions, you're not hurting anyone, you're not... You're not... If you don't have a loose screw, I don't care. I could be, like, hypothetically... I mean, Bill, Bill Gates is in our uni today, by the way. <laughs> I'm just going to throw the word Bill Gates. I could be Bill Gates. I could, like... I don't care about who I am. I don't matter that much. Like, you know, I'm not going to think, like, oh... You have to be this kind of person to be my friend. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's for me, it's just all about like the person that you are on the inside is definitely the most important thing to me. And even though my groups of friends inspire me in different ways. So like my friends in Dubai, like I said, you know, just always remind me to not take things seriously. Like we literally, like I lose brain cells speaking to them and it feels great. I'm like, oh, yes, not being smart. I love it. Um, or like my friends in, uh, my friends in uni absolutely like literally like inspirations they're in my friends in dubai are inspirations too that's what i'm trying to say like i'm inspired by all of my friends in different ways of course but i am inspired by all of them but the one thing they all have in common is that they're just all genuinely just good-hearted people who have the best intentions who want to do good for themselves good for the people around them um in whatever way that may mean to them that's what matters interesting what do you think and what do i think about what as in why is it interesting i don't know i um i guess i've like the way that i've seen it in the past and the way that i see it now is i think a transition came where you know let's say i have a problem with homework for example this is back in school back in school uh, i would talk bro yeah go on i know i am yeah. i prefer the word um, the words lost me, but what's like academically but, driven. Let's go with that. Sure. That wasn't what I was thinking of, but let's go with that. Driven, driven. We'll say driven because you are driven. Matter of fact. I appreciate that. Like my inspiration from you is you're, you're just very driven. I appreciate you know, that. Like I can't not be driven if I'm surrounded by driven people. Facts. Facts. Go on. Um, but you know, say I, um, needed help with homework. I'd go to a friend, like my best mate, for example. Yep. And then let's say I, you know, I was a bit upset about something that happened at home. Yep. I would go to that same mate. Yeah. And then 
Which one is it now? It's the same one. I just like just like, press stop. Not I. I stopped it. I stopped pressing it last time. Yeah, yeah. I start. I swiped it up. Proceed. Um, and then if there's like another another thing I want to talk about, I'd go to the same friend. And then as time developed, you know, I. The th- not only did the things I talk about or consult with people about changed depending on the situation, but also what I appreciated about different people also changed. And there was a time where like that didn't really make too much sense. I so, said like, you know, I appreciate this about this person and this about this other person, but like, hold on. That means I talk to, if I have a certain problem, I'd go to this person about that. But if I had another problem, I'd go to this person and, you know, that for a while, it didn't really make too much sense to me. This is when I was younger. This is when I was, this is when I was at yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I, I think I came to the realization that it's okay to sort of, you know, have different people that you go to for different things and yeah. appreciate different things about different people. Yeah, absolutely. I um, think, you know, different yeah. friends also can serve different purposes. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, I, yeah, I went through a journey of like understanding, understanding that is okay, but... I don't really understand why or how I like what caused that journey to happen, basically. Um, so that's kind of why I asked the question. But um maybe it's not on to help. No. It's just a different perspective. Sure. Um because, you know, the simple answer to that question is I grew up. Like, you know, you realize things as you mature, as you grow up. But, you know, that's not very satisfactory as an answer. So I wanted to see there's a different perspective which that was so how much do you value relationships in your life oh so much i've been i've been i've been appreciating it more and more as time has gone on when like you know i come to realizations more and more i reflect back on you know bad times in life good times in life i'm like you know i just love having people around me people that are good-hearted that you know have a genuine soul as you were kind of alluding to as well um it's pivotal for me to be the best person i can be but also it's pivotal to for me to be in the best mood that i can be you know like if i'm surrounded by good people and i'm having a good time i'm going to be in a good mood and that affects the person that i am to others um and you know i think Obviously, the mood that I'm in is something which is very important to me, something I try to regulate as much as possible, regardless of the situation. Um, Interesting how moods, moods in that answer. Yeah, because... I wouldn't think mood, because, like, with friends, I don't really care what mood I'm in. It's mostly a good mood, I, even when I'm yes. in come and I'll be like, yo, man, today's a terrible day. I want to drop kick. I'm not going to say it, but yeah. I think... I know, I know exactly what you're going to say as well. But puppy. That wasn't what you were going to say. What was I going to say? Toddler. Yes, it was toddler. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think, yeah, I think the reason I mention it is because when you're in a bad mood and maybe not short term, but over long, like over a longer period of time, that's something that you're not very good at communicating, like communicating with, right? Yeah. With the other person, then there are times that where it can like affect your relationship with that person. Right. And me reflecting on that in the past couple of months, I'm realizing that, you know, it's important to, you know, not all the time. You can't be in a good mood all the time. I'm not saying that, but it's important to 
be in a good mood because when I'm not in a good mood, it affects the way that I act with people. And I think I see where you're coming from. Like, even, and even if it's justified, I don't want to be a bad person around. Around. No, right. you know what? I actually can see where you're coming from. And um, Sidra, if you're listening to this, I'm kind of sorry sometimes because she gets the full force of my like bad moods. Um, and I think we all, we all have that friend. Yeah, we have that friend. And I think, yeah, that's that. I'm kind of glad that you brought that up and I kind of see where you're coming from as well. Um, yeah, because I think, you know, when we're like down, oh, Marine as well, Marine. If you're listening to yeah, you, you, you get the force of my bad moods as well. A second, think, a second there, she was just like, wait, he's not mentioning he's not the hell? Marine, yes. Marine, does Marine listen to this? I'm going to pester Marine to listen to this because I mentioned her in the episode. Um, but yeah, so what I was basically saying was um, there are friends like definitely, maybe they get the full force of like your, your bad mood or your bad days. And that's great. And that's what friends are for. Like if you... Like, if my friends have bad days, I would absolutely love to be there for you. Because I think that's what matters, right? Like, your friends or the people that you're surrounded by, like, are there for you in your bad days. Are there to inspire you, as we were talking about. Like, you know, they're just the most important part of your life is who you speak to, who you interact with on a day-to-day basis. Um, And, yeah, I think, you know, we want to be the best person we can for the people that we surround ourselves with. Because there's a lot of love there. There's a lot of connection there. There's a lot of appreciation there. So I get what you mean about the bad mood. It's like, you know, I, I have been in a bad mood in front of my, like, it, with, with my friends on multiple occasions. And often I feel a bit bad. I'm like, damn, I just kind of, you know, they kind of call me at a bad time. But, um, yeah, no, I, I think, you know, friend, that's what friends are for sometimes. I say, yeah, there's an extent to it for sure. Like, you just have a cloud over your head every single day for, like, months on end. Maybe, I know that's a different case. But... Yeah, man, the whole point of this was, I mean, this is kind of like a love letter to my circle. Um, and I think it's kind of like, I would definitely just want to remind people, like, just look at the people you're surrounded by. Maybe give them a hug. And just and I'm like, yeah, you know, you're like, I just credit like my friends. Like, and tell them. Yeah, tell them. No, I credit my friends for everything. Like, I don't think there is a chance, like, any good thing that has happened in my life would have happened just from me and me alone. Oh, a thousand percent. I think like, you know. I like over the weekend me and my friend were talking about a mutual friend of ours yeah and we were just appreciating her we're just like you know such an awesome person great person to be around we're, we're saying all these things we're appreciating her for like a good like 10 minutes and then we were just like wait why don't we just tell her and I literally got my phone out in that moment and messaged her being yeah. like yo I appreciate you you know it sounds cringy it sounds like Something's come out of a movie, but what's the harm? That can happen. Well, fair's man. Well, I guess we'll end the combo there, but I'm expecting a call from you telling me you appreciate me. Never expect. Never expect. All right. Take care, bro. Take care.